When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Here at the Ranger Report Podcast, we only represent products we believe in. As you've heard over the past year plus, we've been running our Walton's commercial. I've been using Walton's products for a long time now, and let me tell you, they're some of the best seasonings I've ever used. One of my staples to make at my house are pork chops, and their ultimate pork chop and roast rub has gotten more compliments than anything that I've ever used. For burgers, their better burger seasoning is delicious, and I only use that on my burgers. Again, tons of compliments. They have all kind of seasonings that you can imagine. They have barbecue sauce and the thick kind, not the watery kind at all. If you're into wild game, they have seasons and rubs for that as well. Don't forget their line of sausage casings and all the tools to make your own meat products from sausage and jerky to grinders and more. Walton's really is a one-stop shop for everything but the meat. If you like tips and tricks and videos on how to do a whole lot of things when it comes to cooking, then you should go to www.meatgistics.com. Go to www.waltonsinc.com today and start shopping and tell them the Ranger Report podcast sent you. Walton's, everything but the meat. The Ranger Report, yeah, the Ranger Report. If you want the inside scoop. Listen to the Ranger Report. Oh, here we go. This is the Ranger Report podcast. News, insights, predictions, interviews, and information about the Texas Rangers from the major leagues to the minor leagues. And now, here are your hosts, Ben Dieter and C.J. Berryman. Welcome to the Fans First Sports Network presentation of the Ranger Report podcast. Let's see if I can get all this right. Brought to you by Walton's. Walton's everything but the meat. And CJ and I discuss all of our things over Zoom, which is brought to you by Preferred Health Solutions. Uh, check out Preferred Health Solutions by Hibbs Hallmark and Company. And of course, as always, presented by Dallas Sports Nation, our great partner. Um, I think I got all of it, CJ. Man, getting getting big. Well is hard. done. Well done. You went through that. You. You made that. Uh, you made that intro your bitch. Uh, I'm telling quote, you, getting, to quote uh, uh, Talladega Nights there. Exactly, getting 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 big is hard. We got a lot of stuff to talk about. I, I can't know. just say I can't just say oh, we're dumb. I can't do that anymore. That we yeah. got to actually say real stuff off the top of the show. We and speaking of real stuff, act intelligent. Well, at least while we're talking about our sponsors, after that we yeah. can be idiots again because yeah. that's what got us here. Yeah. All right. <laughs> I'm down. But anyway, I am Ben Dieter. You can find me on Twitter at bdieter75. I am sickified CJ Berryman. You can find me at sickified. No, just kidding. You can find me at CJB underscore RR. And I'm sure I'm not the only one that's feeling it, especially if you're in the uh, Texas Panhandle area after that nice week of wind and that Tuesday, I believe it was just nothing but dirt flying around and winds just blowing, blowing everything down. So I know I'm not the only one, but since Wednesday, I have been under the weather. 
Well, his name on this episode is CJ Berryman White. Yeah. CJ Barry White. <laughs> yeah, because I've got that sexy voice going on, ladies. He does. Be That's careful. what I'm saying. We're gonna we're gonna have more ladies checking this one out thanks to CJ's voice. That's right. But that, then they'll, they'll see they'll, then they'll, they'll see me and turn it off, so it won't matter. No, 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 no. If the 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 video won't get any more uh, get any better because true, you know, but the audio, but, you're right. Yeah, but, it's still yeah, it's still audio, us. Yeah, it's still us. So the video's not gonna the, get the, the audio is gonna be good, but the video yeah. with me and Ben up here. Uh, all right, we pulled off our first uh, minor league edition podcast earlier this week. I did uh, Frisco Rough Riders Media Day, and we talked to people. And if you listen to the audio, thanks for your uh, patience with that, because I forgot to put, I forgot to name who all we were interviewing in each one. So if you really want to know who they are, go check out the video, because I have a nice graphic showing who they are. But I didn't do it with my voice, so uh, I may go back and correct that, but probably not. That's a lot of work. Yeah, and you're—it's already been a few days past, but I mean, great yeah. job. Ben did that all by himself, and that was a busy Tuesday for him. He went to Frisco and did the media day with the Rough Riders, and then went and covered the Rangers that night. And uh, so it was a Ben. Ben was very busy, so please give him a a reprieve. And that's probably the only time I'll ask for you to get a reprieve. Right? Exactly. Any other and time, I, I'll be yeah. like, give him hell. Thanks to Waltons for, you know, fund, funding these trips because yeah. they're, they're our longest running sponsor. They're the ones that uh, that the money comes in where we can make trips like that. So thank you to Austin and Waltons. We love that place. Yep. Yep. Austin, appreciate you, bud. We do for sure, Austin. We do. And, you know, I'm wearing the hat to, to represent, man. We do. Yeah. I mean, I, I literally I know I say it, but I literally use their seasonings in everything I cook, like everything I cook, plus cheese dips and barbecue. So like I use theirs. It's ridiculous how much of their stuff I use. I'm getting some some taste back, so I'm having some uh, burritos tonight, and I'm going to be using the better burger seasoning on my Yeah, burgers, that stuff but, is good, man. Oh, it's so good. All right, well, let's do what we're actually here for. Let's talk some Rangers. Um, let's start with our uh, week in review. So um, news came down, I believe it was either yesterday or the day before, that Jake Odorizzi is going to be out for the season. He had surgery, and he is done for not a huge shock. When he came down in spring training with that injury, it did they tried to play it off, but it didn't sound great to me. But, I mean, not a huge loss. And here in a little while, we'll talk about the bullpen. But if you look at the way the bullpen's been performing, it's not that huge of a loss for the Rangers this year. They took a chance on them, and for this year, it hasn't worked out. Yeah, luckily, it's not a complete wash because you will have him next year. Yeah. Uh, he is under contract for one more year, so it's not a complete wash. Just shut him down, let him rehab it and get back get back out there. Luckily, he's a veteran, too, so it's not like a, not like a young guy having to – to, to go through an injury and, and come back. So uh, just expect him to to come into a spring training next year, uh, next spring, and, and and be ready to go, hopefully. And, uh, yeah, with that injury, the way it sounded, yeah, he's not going to start the season. Okay, we're going to have to put him on the 60-day. And then when you when that usually starts happening, yeah, yeah, they're, they're having to, to look longer term. So yep. uh, the same type of thing happened with uh, Kyle Cody. A couple yep. years ago is okay. We're yep. going to put him on the, the IL and then uh, we're going to transition him to the 60. And then, oh, uh, yep. yep, I have surgery. So he's out for a year and a half or whatever. Yeah. Well, this uh, wasn't Tommy John, at least. So it's, no. supposed to, it's supposed to just be this season. He should have a regular offseason and be able to, yeah, yeah, he should be able to work in the offseason. It shouldn't be a full year and a half. He should be ready for spring training in 2024. Don't ask me to pronounce what that type of surgery it was. No, I can't either. I saw it and uh, I was like, okay, he had that surgery. Yeah, he had he had a, a shoulder surgery. Let's just simplify it for us. In case you guys don't know, CJ and I are not medical doctors. No, no, I'm an insurance agent. I can get mm -hmm. you to a doctor. Yeah, I'm a teacher. I can, I can I can read medical costs, terms. But <laughs> yeah, you can, you can tell you can help people get to the doctor for cheaper. Hopefully, 
<laughs> yeah, hopefully. All right. Speaking of Odorizzi, let's move on from him. Let's talk about uh, yesterday. Nathan Navaldi pitched really well. CJ, he was just outdueled yesterday. Yeah, he was excellent. Uh, he was he was he was good in his first start. I wouldn't say yeah. really good or outstanding, but I mean he 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 battled through five. He had some spurts of where he just kind of lost, kind of lost it a little bit in that start, but was able to get through five, and that's what that's what awesome pitchers do. Yep. Uh, you know, when you you've all these healthy. You know that you're going to get a, a quality start. You know, six yep. innings and three runs or less most of the time. Yeah, yesterday two nothing loss. Uh, he was he was outstanding. Uh, just Marcus Stroman was just better, and that's another outstanding pitcher as well. So uh, tough tough loss. Whenever you know the offense puts up a clunker, but and that's just the second one that they've had they've had this year. That against yeah. Baltimore what was it two to one, yeah. two one loss that they had with only one hit, which was an infield hit by Josh Young, but. You know, so two clunkers, and then every every other game they've been they've been in it. They've been they've been hitting well, and offense is certainly pleasing. That you love to see the pitching doing as well as it has so far, especially the starting pitching. Uh, I know they're just they're still getting ramped up to that 100 pitch mark and and whatnot. And Perez got close in his first start. I think he threw yeah. 97 pitches in yeah. his first start, but um, they're they're start they're ramping up to to go six and seven, hopefully. Uh, more regularly, but yeah. So uh, he did. He did. Uvalde uh, did did great yesterday. Yeah, it's, it's good to see. Yep. And then you and I talked about on our last major league show we did with Charles that uh, you know, not to worry about Degrom, he'll be okay. And then he came out in a second start and struck out eleven people, and he looked. I mean, they looked lost at the plate that whole game, didn't they? Yeah, it's it must it must be. <laughs> I, I want to know just one time, you know, to pitch one inning throwing a hundred miles an hour, wherever you want to throw it. Yeah. The pinpoint that's, accuracy. That's, that's just, the thing, man. It, it's, and when he throws it, it looks like he's throwing 85, like no effort whatsoever. Oh, he's just flicking it. You know, it's, it's, it's crazy, but yeah, he, he, what was it? A perfect game through five. Yeah. And, and, and then they you got look him at, in the you look at, you look at the rebounded. batters, but you look yeah. at the batters and they just looked like they had no clue. what They was knew, they knew stepping up there. When you got a ninety something mile an hour slider going off your hundred mile an hour fastball, yeah. I mean, what, you just sit on fastball and hope you guess right is all they can do. And and obviously eleven times they did not guess right. Yeah, eleven strikeouts. So he got six innings. Eleven strikeouts. Six innings. Eleven strikeouts. So eleven of eighteen <laughs> outs were strikeouts. Were strikeouts. That's just, yeah. Just that's just insane. And and yeah, the first start was a it was an aberration. And you know he was still he was still throwing hundred and one. Yeah, I think he hit one hundred and two. Yeah, he hit 102. one hundred and two. If you go and if you go game. back and look at it, a lot of those hits were were chicken peck at the ball, and it landed right inside the line or right where nobody. I mean, those yeah, weren't stroke, hard stroke the, and poke. Yeah, those weren't hard hit balls. There were a few hard hit balls off of him in that first game, but the majority of those hits were not hard hit balls. Yeah, and that's. I mean, I guess that's the. I mean, I don't know. I'm not going to pretend to know what to do against Jacob Degrom because most, yeah. of, you know, ninety nine percent of the league doesn't know what to do. So. That you just got to hope that he's off his game, I guess, and and he, or he's yeah. just not feeling it and not throwing as hard. Which is what I mean. In the first game, he wasn't feeling it as far as you know location. Which is funny to say because when he misses, he misses by like half an inch. You know, yeah, it's not some much. people miss. They go down the middle of the plate. He's like, I wanted to paint the black, but I got the inside of the black. That's that's when Degrom misses. Yeah. 
too much of the black. You know, yeah, he got strike, too much the, of the yeah. <laughs> the strike was too good, you know. So I heard I heard uh, John Gray somewhere talking about him, and he said he wanted to stand in the box one time against him. He said, "I just want to see what a hundred with no effort looks like as a batter." He said, "I just want to see," because he said, "I'm not a power pitcher like that." And he said, "I can't imagine what it would look like." And he said, "He's got such good pinpoint control, I wouldn't have to worry about being hit by a pitch." So he said, "I would, yeah. I would want to stand in there and just see it." Well, and John Gray, it's not like he throws – he's a soft tosser. He's in mid-90s. Yeah. He touches 97. So, yeah, and he says he's part not of his a hard success- thrower. Well, you can say that when you're comparing yourself to DeGrom. Yeah, well, part of his success – and we'll, we'll we'll go back to Heaney here in just a minute. But part of his success, John Gray, is he added a second slider that breaks the other way. Yes. Uh, oh, yes. And, and you can slower. you could tell in that first start that – when he mixed those two sliders in there, the batters again were confused. He looked great in his start. It was sad that he they did. lost that game, he but he looked fantastic. Game, yeah. yeah, he looked and fantastic in that game. He gave up yeah, the two home runs, and that was it. Yep, yeah, and and he, uh, I, I was, I'm glad you brought that up because I was about to bring that up as well. Yeah. I, Sandler, or, uh, I'm sorry, Hicksy brought that up on the radio that he 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 his his main his go to slider used to be that good hard. Hard yeah. sweeper, but now he's slowed it down, and and I guess he's changed the grip a little bit. Mm-hmm. So he, he still throws his, that other slider, but yeah. now he's developed a slower, bigger breaking slider, and so he mixes both of those into a game. And he, like I said, he yeah. he'll hit mid nineties. He's touched ninety seven in a Ranger uniform. Uh, yep. There was one game last year, toward the end of the season, whenever he finally was healthy and and had had quite a few starts under his belt consecutively and he was hitting 97 just about every yeah. time he threw the ball. So yep. it it's yeah. Yeah. Great. Great. Looks good. I mean, our, it's just so crazy. Our How good the rotation so is. Good. Yeah. It, Martin Perez is your third starter and John Gray, who was your opening day <laughs> starter last year is near number four. And who Holy looked the best crap. and who looked the best the first time through the, the rotation. Yeah. Yeah. But yep. I got to say, and, like when I heard him talking about it, he said, basically he doesn't like throwing his curveball. And so this extra slider is almost like now he has a curveball back again that he likes because he has two different sliders. So they don't know which one's coming because the arm angle is pretty much the same on both of them. It's just the grip is different. So it breaks one way or the other and goes a little bit slower. And you could tell like when he threw it. Same release. His last start. Yeah, same release. You could tell when he threw it because guys were swinging way, way early at it. And that's what he loves. And then the next one, they'll swing late because they'll throw that hard slider, you know, and it's just. Mm-hmm. He is he is becoming such a good. I mean, he already was. If he wasn't injured last year, I think he would have been the pitcher of the year over Martin Perez. Oh yeah, I mean, and that's saying something because Perez because Perez awesome. was amazing. Yeah, yeah, he was very very good. And um, we'll, but let's uh, talk about him. Yeah, his first start was also fantastic. Yes, it was, and it, it's it's and today, yeah, he's playing today. Yeah, he's pitching today, and right now Chicago t- retook the lead two to one. Yeah, in the uh, bottom of the third, I believe is where we're at. And uh, he's got three strikeouts. He's again this, and this was kind of a lot of what he did last year. He throw a lot of pitches early, yeah, and and then get you know once he finds it around you know the fourth, fifth inning is when he ramps up and and he gets you know he's able to get through you know six, get into the sixth inning, seventh inning. Well, yeah, I remember I remember a game last year where he had sixty pitches through three innings, and everyone was saying he was going to come out, and he wound up going seven that game. You remember that? Yes, and, and yeah. in fact, in his first start. This year, uh, yeah. I was listening on the radio, and and Hixie and Sandler were talking about eh, he might not make it through four, you know, yeah. and then he goes into the sixth. And yeah, so it's just it's just it's not and it, it, the games that he starts out, you know, on. Yeah, it, it's an awesome it's an awesome game to watch pitch because his yeah. changeup and his his fastball is working those corners against righties, and and man. 
it's it's fun to watch and it's 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 so good to have him back and again as a, as your number three yeah. starter yeah so hey a hey, quick shout out to i didn't put this in the notes but uh I listened to Zach Bigley doing the game with yes, Matt Hicks. Yes, yes, yes. And Zach, well. Zach, I listened to a lot of him last year because I watched a lot of Frisco games on MILB TV. And Zach, I talk to him all the time. He's my Frisco contact. If we need to get someone on, that's who I go through is Zach Bigley. But, man, he did such a good job. And, and that was the day before Frisco Media Day. So we were all heckling about it when we got there on when we got there yeah. last Tuesday. We were all heckling about it. But he said that was probably the best experience of his life. And, you know, everyone there is so nice. And he told us, you know, there were a couple other uh, former minor league broadcasters there from the other team from Baltimore that came over and talked to him. He said, everyone was so cool. And, you know, working with Hixie, how can you not enjoy that? Yeah. And, and Hixie's, you know, obviously a veteran doing it yeah. and can certainly ease, ease your, ease your nerves, especially, you know, he goes first, Hixie will yeah. go first yeah. and just kind of, and, and, and Hixie will sure he figured out pretty quick the, 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 how, how Zach calls a game. Yeah, and was able to make him feel real comfortable early on, and, and yeah, Zach like I said, and Zach, he did. Zach did really, really good. I, I mean, I had the, I watched the broad, the TV broadcast, but turned off the sound and listened to the radio because mm-hmm. uh, I just, a lot I, of mean, what I do, yeah, yeah. And what I did was it was funny because you know they're not synced up, so I paused TV until the radio caught up. Right. So I had had it all synced and, together, and it's nothing against the the TV broadcast. No, I like those all. guys too, but I yeah. wanted to hear Zach. I wanted to hear Zach do the major league games. So I mean, I do it often when when it's. Well, I was going to say, yeah, yeah. When you got, I mean, or, no offense you know, to Hixie. no offense to CJ and to uh, to Dave, but I mean, Hixie and and Nadell are so good at what they do. Yes, yes, and it's it's just a, I don't know, it's just. They just have yeah. a, just a flow about them. And, and I agree. It's just match the, just love it. Just yeah. love it. And of course, we've already mentioned this, but best wishes to Nadell as he recovers yes. from what he's going through. We we're praying for him. And I know a lot of you guys out there are too. So, you know, we, we want him to be healthy before. I mean, it doesn't matter if he calls games to me. I just want him to be healthy and happy. Yes. I don't want, healthy and happy. You know, he'll, he'll, he'll be back. And if he's not, that's no big deal either. As long as he's mm-hmm. healthy. We don't care. I mean, we want to hear him. Obviously, all Ranger fans want to hear him, but we want him to be healthy first. So best wishes still to you, Eric, in case you somehow hear this podcast. You know, we are praying for you, brother. We we certainly are. And, and that's something that he's going through that a lot of people go through that know, but not a lot of people know about. Yeah, you know, yep. I've gone through it myself. And yeah, I have to. Yeah. Every, I think everybody at some point. At some does, point, yeah. It's just it just it. Yeah. It's just sneaky and yep. and you don't all of a sudden you really yeah, you realize that you don't realize it till you're in the middle of it. Yeah. You're like, so, oh my God, I'm super depressed. And, and I can't and some it. people like I I've have had multiple bouts with this. Some people yeah. go through it more often than than others. And and well, just, with you, just, with you, a lot of people with military service, especially yeah, deal, it's, deal with it. Yeah. And I don't I mean it's it's hard to say whether or not I'd have uh issues yeah. if I wasn't. Yeah, you won't you won't ever know. Go to, but, yeah. Didn't have a wartime experience yeah. or whatever, but yeah. You know, uh, it, you just don't know. You just just take it, and and you know, I was dealing with alcoholism at the same time, and, and yeah. I was trying to figure out what. Excuse me, sorry, y'all. Yeah. No, uh, right. But I was trying to figure out what was causing the other. You know what I mean? Yeah. Rather yep. than just dealing with both of them at the same time. Yeah. And then I finally woke up and realized that hey, let's just get this taken care of. Let's yep. just knock out uh, two 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 birds with one stone or if you're chuck norris two stones with one bird exactly uh, but he's the only one that can do that um but yeah so i, I luckily did, did it knocked them both out at one time and uh feeling better so uh, yeah. sorry you may be you may be thinking that this is totally off topic but it's great i heard i heard chuck norris being interviewed the other day and he said that uh he got to go to a <laughs> zoo and meet a tiger 
And he said, Chuck Norris, this is Chuck Norris talking, said he bent down to pet the tiger and it started growling. And the trainer said, back away slowly. He said, so the tiger did. <laughs> he Chuck Norris, Chuck Norris he told did, his own Chuck him. Norris joke. He loves him. It was fantastic, though. I love yeah. I love hearing Chuck do those himself. But speaking of not fantastic, the game I was at, let's talk a little bit yeah. about Andrew Heaney since everyone wants him to be fired now after one start. Um, I, I don't know about you, CJ, but I've seen some guys. Uh, Cliff Lee comes to mind with his first start with the Rangers. He was mm-hmm. awful. His first so start not, with the yeah, Rangers. That's, again, that's a, we referenced that start a lot because yeah. You know, you're an ace when you when you can struggle and and struggle and struggle, but you still go throw a complete game with under hundred. Yeah, pitches. I know. But I, I think still, he I gave mean, up six runs. But yeah, yeah Heaney. And I'm not I'm not comparing start. Heaney to Cliff Lee. Don't get me wrong. No, but I'm saying no, 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 no. As a first start with a new team, Heaney is not that guy. He had a very bad game. He, his right. stuff wasn't there. And I, I mean, you got to at least give him four or five starts before you start clamoring that he's not any good. Well, and and they were talking on the broadcast too that last year was a struggle to start as well. But yeah, last year was kind of a uh, it was a tale of two seasons for him because they decided in L.A. they decided you know his curveball just wasn't any good, and, yeah. but he was still throwing it. I think they said twenty five to thirty percent of the time, and they just flat out told him we don't like that pitch. Stop throwing it. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, yeah. he he he. He went more of a less is more approach, like the Rangers kind of, kind of forced you, you Darvish to do. You know, Darvish yeah. can throw eight different pitches, and he yeah, likes to throw eight different pitches. <laughs> yeah. But the Rangers are like, no, with your stuff, you should be throwing four or five. And here are your four or five best pitches, and you need to focus on those. So that you know, less was more for for Heaney at the latter half of the season last year, and so that's what he's bringing to the Rangers this year. And I, obviously, they saw that. Yeah. And and it, it convinced them enough to give him a two year contract. This is not a this was not a minor league deal, not a tryout. He's here for this year and next unless unless release with the which the Rangers would, would just have to eat all the eat the contract. So well and he's know, gonna be here. I know for me and probably for you as well, I'm not worried after one start. I mean, no. was it was it ugly? Yeah, it was ugly. I was there. And if you think about it, I know you saw the game. If that ball goes six inches to the right, it's not a three-run home run. It's a foul ball. So it's not like oh. it's not like he gave up a center field 450-foot bomb. You know, it just yeah. barely snuck out to right field, the shortest part of the ballpark, and it just barely stayed foul. And you know, you're talking about he gets it out of inning down two nothing instead of down five nothing. It's a completely different game. Mm-hmm. Well, it's so, a different I mean, bat. It's, yeah, so. it's, yeah, and that kind of stuff happens. He had another one of those too, like uh, like Degrom did, that bounced right down the line for a double too earlier that inning. That you know could have been foul had it been three more inches to the right. So he had two balls that could have been foul that both wound up fair, one for a double, one for a home run. You know, it happens in baseball. The next two start. Pit, I mean, that's the, that's, that's just the, the game. The next start, that ball will be foul and that home run will be foul, you know, and then he'll leave the inning giving up no runs. So it just depends on, I mean, baseball has ebbs and flows and that's going to happen. So I'm not worried about him yet. Now, if he gives up seven runs and in three innings, you know, three straight games, then I say we worry about him. Oh, let's let's give him let's give him a handful of starts before we yeah we start clamoring for okay make him the long man and bring you know uh, Dane Dunning in yeah you know, Dane Dunning by the way who came or, in who came in and did a fantastic job in that speaking game. the bullpen yeah. yeah oh yeah let's move on to that now we got that uh, let's move on to the bullpen perfect real quick. segue I mean they have not given up a run yet in 2023 and and and, and they've looked good doing it they've looked very good doing it. Uh, Will Smith came in and got a got a uh, closed yeah. the game out with a yep. was it a one run game I think yep yep and and I mean just every one of them have come in in any spot they've come in and dominated the other team 
and, and we were talking pre uh, pre show here about Bochi and just how confident he is, not just in the in the in the bullpen, but in himself to make the right decision at the right time, and and kind of kind of tell the story that you heard about uh, the giving him one extra bat. Yeah, yeah. The, every, everybody, like everyone, was clamoring to take him out. Bochi walked to the top of the stairs. We're all thinking, take him out to you know, and he's looking. He just stays there, and the next pitch, the the batter hit into a double play to end the inning, and you're like, oh, okay. That Bo- somehow Bochi just knew in his gut, all right, I'm leaving him in for one more batter. And it, yeah, I mean, it, and that's the kind of thing that Wash used to do too. Wash had that mm-hmm. gut that he would go with, and it worked most of the time. Now sometimes Bochi's going to do that, and a three run home run is going to be given up. You know, he's not going to be perfect every game for 162, but I trust his gut so far after watching you know a week a week plus of games. And that's a good way of putting it. Is is Bochi is not going to sit there and stare analytics until the papers turn, you know, catch fire, burn a hole yeah. in it, burn a hole in the paper or whatever. Yeah, uh, he's going to go by his gut. And but he is he is going to look at the analytics too, which I like. He will, he yeah, will. But, but then he's also going to go by game flow and yeah. and just with you know going with Will Smith. We didn't hear anything about Will Smith no. being a closer, and you know no. I, I know he's he's had some saves in his career, but yeah, coming into the season he was not even in the conversation. No, and then no, he goes no. out there in a safe situation and and gets a one two three. Yeah, and so Bochi knows it, that's and that's just veteran yeah. managerial I mean, experience and. Just play, just tr- just being a baseball manager, you know, baseball. I mean, it he, wasn't he luck. It wasn't luck that he won three World Series with the Giants. No, it's it's not. And yeah. and you can you could just there's a big difference. And and we 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 loved Chris Woodward, the yep. person, the manager. And maybe he overthought some things, and maybe that was his downfall. Yeah. But well, he was the first manager I covered, so I always have a special place. In my yeah. Life. He, he complimented yeah, he, my beard. He complimented the first time your I met beard him. in, in the a press time conference. I met him. He oh, did, yeah. yeah. First time I met him. So, you know, of course I like Chris Woodward, but, but I'm just saying with Bochi and Mike Maddox, you can just, I mean, you can already sense the difference on the team. No, just, there's, just, a, there's a sense the, of calm. The players, the players have more confidence too because they know their manager is going to make the right call. Well, and I heard heard this the other day. Uh, I believe it was John Gray pregame was on with Sandler. Mm-hmm. And he was talking um, about... Uvalde and just veteran leadership and Uvalde. Whenever a guy's doing a bullpen session, if if there's pitchers, if anybody on the pitching staff like isn't doing something at the moment, they're not doing pregame or, or just doing their routine or whatever, whatever they their routine is that day. And there's a there's a guy doing a bullpen or two guys doing a bullpen, whatever. He he rounds up the entire staff of guys that aren't doing anything to sit there and watch watch that bullpen session. Yeah. And that's, that's just a huge, just that little thing, you know, that little bitty thing. And and that's, that's what we're looking for from these veterans. I mean, we yep. spent almost, almost $900 million over the past two off seasons. Yep. So yeah, we want to see this. And that's, that's just, it, it. we're seeing it not just with, as we mentioned, we're, we're talking about players only with the money, but yeah. managerial staff, but yeah, you're here and you're hearing from everyone that all these guys, DeGrom and Evaldi, and he, all these guys are just great guys, good locker room people, very encouraging to the younger players. And again, that's what you want to hear when you bring in veterans and you're trying to win. It's just like back in 2009, 10, 11, when they brought in all these guys, had a few veterans in there to help. Colby Lewis was that grizzled veteran back then. You know, you had you had people. Even though it was you. a short time, Cliff Lee, I mean. Cliff Lee yeah. and, and Vlad Guerrero for one year for mm-hmm. the for the Latin players, you know, you had you had that. You always have to have that, and it looks like the Rangers have that right now. So let's let's take a short break, real quick, and then we will talk about the offense right after this. 
right, and we're back. Let's talk about the offense, which is, I don't know, CJ, bipolar. They scored 27 runs in the first two games, and they've scored, what, eight or nine since? Yeah, <laughs> unfortunately, you could say that about Marcus Simeon started off on fire, and he's hitting 188 yeah. now. Yep. But it's that's baseball. So Yeah, oh, yeah. But I'm not yeah, worried. Right. I'm not worried. Nah. I knew they. I knew they weren't going to average, you know, 13 and a half runs a game. Adolis Garcia I, wasn't going to hit a, a 380 all year long. No, and I also knew that they weren't. They aren't going to average one run a game either. So I'm not. No. I mean, like you said, they're going to have spells where they score five, six, seven a game. They're going to have spells where they score one or two a game. And with the way the pitching's going, they're going to win more than they lose. It certainly feels that way. And yeah, uh, you you hope. I mean, you just hate spoiling those two to one, two to nothing games, but. You want to be on the, the the winning end of those. Uh, yeah. When yeah. your when your starter goes out there and, and your your entire staff only allows two runs, you want to your offense to be able to 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 be able to handle that. But yeah, just for those two games, they they weren't able to. And yes, and starting off with just beating the tar out of Philly's pitching staff, they they really cooled off. Yeah. But again, it's 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 not like they're facing slouches right now. No, so, and they have trouble with off speed. Every, I mean, teams are figuring that out, and they're throwing them a lot more off speed. And the Rangers need to be able to adjust and get make better contact against off speed pitches. Doesn't that sound familiar? You know, well, that's, that's kind what of I'm been saying. The Rangers both since Moby Dick was be, a minnow. <laughs> that needs to be changed because they are having trouble with that, and that's something that you know Tim Hires and the crew are going to have to figure out, and they're going to have to make the Rangers be. I mean, the Rangers have been patient. I'll say that a lot of them are getting to full counts. They've they're, very, they're being they've been very much patient. more patient. Yes, much they're being more very patient. patient at the plate. Guys that 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 Adolis Garcia is one. He's, I mean, he's right taking, off the top of my some, head. He's taking some terrible strikeout pitches. He like has. Th- that that are bad calls by the umpire. He's had some that are. I mean, he's being patient, and they're not rewarding him at the moment. Yeah, the, the when he starts being patient, he's not getting calls, and that's unfortunate yeah. because that's just going to in his mind naturally is going to be. Like, yeah, you know, just subconsciously, I I got to swing at that. You know. Yeah, well, and, he'd rather not strike out looking, and I don't blame yeah, him. Yeah, nobody wants to strike out no. looking, but no. and yeah, it's it's just it it it's gonna ebb and flow, and and you want it to ebb more than it, or you yeah. want the flow, flow more, more than more, it ebbs. Yeah. Well, you don't want it. But to again, ebb more after than it after the first after the first <laughs> eight nine games of the season, I'm not incredibly concerned about mm-hmm. the offense. I think I think what we saw against Philly is more of this offense than what we saw against Baltimore. You know, I think, I think, or actually right in between, you know, I think they'll average out to about four runs a game this season. And that, and if the pitching staff continues to pitch the way it has, yeah, they're they're going to win more than lose. So they're going to win, you know, 60% of those games. Yes. And that's, it's, it's, now it's again, way too early to be too high or too low. Yeah, and again, saying. we do realize that the bullpen is not going to go sh- shut out the no, entire season. No, they're not going to go. <laughs> they're going to have a game where they give up 15 runs. It's going to happen, guys. Don't no, don't want them to can. Don't say it's the worst bullpen ever when that happens. Baseball yeah. is 162. I mean, a lot of football fans that watch baseball forget that every 10 baseball games is equivalent to one NFL game. You know, yes. so if you go five and five, you know, basically, or if you go 10 and 10. You're basically one and one, you know, in the NFL season. Do you think the season's over if you're one and one? No. no. You know, you've got, you've still got so many more games. Two, you know, so. Yeah. Oh, man. Patrick three, Wisdom just got to run for the yeah, Cubs. Yeah, I just saw that. He had a homer. Uh, <laughs> oh, I've Patrick. Got I've got it up. And yeah, Patrick yeah. Wisdom, he uh, a cutter right over the middle. And yeah. Right mistakes. when I saw where the location was before it yeah. even hit the, the yep. little blue baseball, I knew. You knew it. Yep. Yeah. But anyway, yeah, I, I think I think between the the bullpen and the offense and the starting pitching, this team has the potential to be great. But also, 
last year's team had the potential to be a lot better than they were and they didn't come yeah. through. So yeah, that's where they, I think they didn't well, even get 70 wins last year. And that, 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 no. that was disappointing. And that's where I think what you and I talked about a minute ago with the, the managing, you know, and the, the, just the talent and the veteran leadership, you're going to see some of those one run games turn out a lot differently for the Rangers this year. If they can win half the one run games they lost last year, you're looking at 82 games, 82 wins. So, yeah, you know, that's, that's, that was crazy. That's a crazy stat right there. Yeah, they were awful in one-run games last year. Golly, and when and then there was that one year, uh, 2015, where they were. It was was it wasn't it a record a one-run win? Yeah, they they won. Yeah, yep. And yep. you knew that that wasn't gonna. You know, going into the playoffs, that's gonna be hard. <laughs> it's it's yeah. not gonna yep. work that way. So yep. All right, so that is our weekend review of the Rangers. Looking good going forward. I think they're gonna look good as well. But I wanted to say just a little thing about we're doing two a week now, one major, one minor. We kind of talked about it off the top, but we've got a lot lined up. I, I texted CJ the list of guys I have lined up for the next few weeks, which includes, I raised four eyebrows. Yeah, which includes Round Rock's Somehow. manager, a couple other players. And I'm also uh, talking to Zach about a couple Frisco players, trying to get Evan Carter on here, which would be great. Mm-hmm. Uh, Evan Carter is the number two prospect behind Josh Young. Is that right? Or is he number two? Three. He's he's the number one not in the majors. Yeah, number one not in the majors, Evan Carter. So Evan Carter is a guy we went on here. I, I told you off the air, but I didn't tell. I'll say it on the air. I was John Moore was there too while we were doing the interviews. When we oh, got yeah. done interviewing Carter, I said, "Hey, Evan, we'd love to have you on the show. We have a podcast like Jeff and John, except ours is good." <laughs> <laughs> Evan started laughing. John started laughing. So. <laughs> <laughs> but of course, yeah, he, those guys help. He's already been on there, so I had to make it sound like we were better yeah. than them. So yeah. Yeah. Oh, no. But anyway, good old boys having good old time. But right now we're calling it Minor League Mondays, the podcast. But if you have a good idea for a name for the show, send it to us. And if I name it, I'll send you merch and stuff. So we're up for all kinds of suggestions. I'll send you some free stuff. And uh, yeah, like I said, Media Day was a blast. Thanks to Frisco for doing that and for having us out. And, you know, um, it was a lot of fun. I should be going to more Frisco games this year than I did last year, hopefully. And so a lot of on-field interviews and things like that, a lot of, and then CJ should be going. Uh, hopefully when, I'll be there as well. When they go to Amarillo, he can, he can cover the team and, and get some interviews as well. So we're going to try to really play that up this year. And I think I'll be back in Round Rock this year, this summer for a couple of games, like I was last year, three or four I games I might be there. as well. I might go down yeah. and visit my sister in Round Rock. And yeah. So we might plan that and so. maybe, uh, maybe you and I can actually show up together and do some, yeah, do, do, do some together. Yeah. yeah. But anyway, uh, and then of course, Rangers games and all that. So I think, I think this is going to be a good team, guys. I don't think I don't think we're looking at another sixty-eight win season. I think we're looking at if we don't make the wild card, we'll be right off of it. This is the calmest I've been about a Rangers team. Yeah, and, and more most relaxed about a Rangers team. Yeah. And it's not overconfident. It's just you know that you just knowing that this is going to be a good season. Well, what it because... reminds me from two thousand ten, the one thing it reminds me of is like they barely missed the playoffs in two thousand nine. Right. And so what, I went into that season thinking, you know, huh. Hey, they just win a couple more games. We can actually be in the playoffs. And, you know, re- like you're saying, relax. And like, you know, we were so used to disappointment, like we have been for the last five years that we, I was just like, yeah, if they do, if they do, they, if they don't, they don't. And then of course they went up running to the world series that year. So mm-hmm. I'm not saying they're going to do that in 2023, but I have that same feeling of that. Yeah. If they do, they do. If they don't, it's going to be next year. I mean, they're, it's they're gonna be on the cusp. Way. Yep. And it's going to be a lot more fun than 2022 was. There will be people pissed off if they don't make the playoffs. And I get that too. You know, yeah. I Oh, get yeah, that. I do too. We want our teams to be nine, good. Over 900, you know, around almost $900 million spent in the last two off seasons and a new manager, World Series manager. Mike yeah. Maddox is back. A lot of expectations went way up. But it's hard 
I mean, I don't care who you are. It's and, and who you bring in. It's going to yeah. be hard to go from 68 wins to 90. Yep. That's, that's a big that's leap, a big no jump. matter who you bring in. But yeah. can the Rangers do it? I Sure. With the talent they, can, that they yeah, have, they can. They can. Yeah. Am I expecting that? No. Am I expecting yeah. them to win 70 games and be a clunker? No. I'm just expecting it to be a good season. And I'm going to take be, one shot. I'm going to take one shot at a team I like. Just don't be the Mavs, bring in another superstar and then miss the playoffs. Oh my goodness. They were on pace to make the playoffs before they brought in Kylie Kyrie Irving. Uh, and then just like that was that was very well, disappointing. And injuries had a lot to say about that. They did, but, but it's still disappointing. That is terrible. I don't yeah, want the Rangers is. to bring in like another superstar and then get worse. That's never yeah, fun. That's that shouldn't ever happen. No. Ever. Man, you know. God bless all and, you MFFLs out there. Yeah, and uh, I and I will say I know what was I did write a story uh, last weekend, and I was supposed to write two a week or whenever they're on their off days. But I was feeling terrible. No, you were too sick yesterday. I, I was about it. sick as a, a sick. I'm just happy we out. got a podcast in this weekend. I didn't know. Yeah, we were well, we were we were supposed to pod on Thursday, and I was supposed yeah. to write on Thursday, and we were yeah. actually gonna we were gonna go ahead and do a podcast Thursday, and then somebody else got sick. <laughs> somebody uh, related to Ben that kind of. Runs the roost yeah. around there. <laughs> so, yeah, and, and uh, they she needed the uh, room that I podcasted, and I was like, well, that takes precedence, so um, yes. we're not doing one tonight. Ben made a smart decision, and I was so glad he did because I felt so bad. Made Last a smart night was the same. I mean, it just yep. – it's been one of those weeks, and again, it, and I'm sure it had it, that just yeah. nothing but wind uh, here, yep. and, that, and that Tuesday, that Tuesday, the wind – I mean, it, I looked outside my apartment, and all I could see was just dirt. Oh yeah. And yeah. That's West so, Texas for you. <laughs> yeah. I knew, I knew that I would probably feel bad. I didn't think it would be this bad, but it's, it's pretty nasty. So hopefully those of you that do listen that are around the Panhandle area or in the West Texas area, because I mean, it's swept across pretty good. Uh, and we got them part, large part. And hopefully everybody's either on the mend or didn't get sick, but uh, yeah, let's, let's hope for a better, better next week. Rangers wise and, and health wise yep. and all that. Just hope for a good week next week. And, and and everybody have a happy Easter. And thanks again for Preferred Health Solutions, Zoom sponsor, our Zoom hotline by Preferred Health Solutions, Walton's uh Fans First Sports Network. Check them out on Twitter at F at Fans First SN, I believe, on Twitter. And uh Walton's and of course Dallas Sports Nation, Dallas who has been Sports awesome Nation. to us. They're the reason I go to Rangers games, thanks to them. So yep. We uh, we love them. But yeah, have a happy Easter, everybody. Enjoy your weekend. Hopefully you'll have time to listen to us over the weekend. If not, it'll be up forever. So you can listen whenever you yeah, want. Listen to it whenever you want to. Listen to it four or five times and tell all your friends because we need, you know, we need subscribers. I, I expect the ladies to listen to my voice four or five different yep. times. So and then if you're into, you know, whatever we are. And hit that subscribe button down there on YouTube right over there and subscribe to the show so that you can see our faces every single week. Yes. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. All, All right. right. Thank you, guys. And we'll talk to you next week. With that, deuces. Thanks for listening to the Ranger Report podcast. Find us on Twitter, Facebook, and at therangerreport.com.